Hello, and welcome to the Growing Pains Project, the podcast for anyone looking for the answers to this thing called adulthood. From managing your finances, finding your career path, learning how to organize your life, or even learning how to de-stress from a hard week at work. We're your hosts, James Chuatoko and Yoshiba Leola, and we are two healthcare professionals going through the same growing pains that you are. Through our struggles, we have found ways to get through the growing pains of adulting. And we continue to learn more every day. We want to share with you actionable strategies and future interviews with the people who have gone through the same things as you to turn your growing pains into growth. Thank you for listening in and joining our journey to being just a little bit smarter and a little bit better than we were yesterday. Good morning. Welcome to another episode of the Growing Pains Project. What are we talking to about today, Yoshi? Okay, so we're talking about just general fitness, your mental wellness, how it connects to your diet, different types of diets, and just our own personal, um, I guess, growing pains of our fitness journey. Because I know every single mm-hmm. year at the beginning of the new year, you and I always try to set these goals and motivate each other. But I mm-hmm. think it's going to be really beneficial to those listening out there. I mean, we've all witnessed freshman 15 after college and even the pandemic 15 <laughs> during 2020 when everything was shut down and everybody mm-hmm. gained that weight, whether it was good or bad, or they were on the flip side and they got into their fitness because that's all they could focus on. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And a very exciting and relatable topic. Um, all right, James, I really want to talk about this and share this with everybody. The Mm -hmm. Spartan race. I don't know if anyone's heard about it before. It ranges from a three to five mile to a 17 mile obstacle course race. And Mm. you and I and a few of our other friends created this team called Team Titans. And we Mm. went to Lake Tahoe. And tell me of your personal experience of that Fun, fun time. <laughs> I mean, the Spartan race for people that aren't familiar, it's similar to Tough Mudder and to like those races that you sign up for and it's out in the middle of nowhere and there's a bunch of obstacles like things you climb on, ropes that you climb and swing on. You get in this mud, like muddy water and you climb these muddy walls. It's really, really fun. So I, I remember, I think it was in 2017-ish that we did this like three part race and the last one was in Lake Tahoe. And um we yeah, we brought together a group um who had this goal of like we need something to motivate us to be better, like get out there, get active, and you know, try to motivate ourselves to become fit. So besides what we did in our everyday lives, um going to the gym, running and all that we prepared for this Spartan race and going to the Spartan race in December in Lake Tahoe was like a really rewarding and also painful experience. (laughs) Let me tell you, if you haven't done the Spartan race, it was like 16 miles or something climbing like two mountains and like 30 obstacles. And it was insane. And mind you, we, signed up for it's called the beast it's like the last one but it was so much different from the other beasts in other locations because we chose south lake tahoe which is the world championship um location for Uh the spartan race and 
I think there, and I saw the Olympics symbols up there too. So this was like hardcore terrain <laughs> that we were all going through. Yeah, it's, it takes place in the old like Olympic village in Lake Tahoe and where all that stuff was. And it was crazy. It was fun. And if no one has tried it, I recommend like doing that, doing Tough Mudder, whatever. But what I loved about this is that all of us, um, some of us who haven't met each other before or haven't talked, got together and brought together people with like similar goals. And that year came together and we we're like, we're going to do this thing. It's going to be really hard. We're going to get super dirty. It's going to be tough, but we're doing it together. And just accomplishing that in the middle, we finished at like 9 p.m. or 8 p.m. or something. And it's so rewarding knowing like how much effort you put into it. You know, definitely a great experience. It was a wonderful experience. And then I just remember towards the end, all of us kind of split up because we have all different fitness levels. So (laughs) there was a point where I was by myself. And then I think just accomplishing that towards the end, just going through the wilderness in the dark and then also meeting (laughs) other Spartan race um, competitors was really exciting. Just seeing everybody have that same goal and same focus. Yeah. It did suck that we all separated, but honestly, it almost felt like your legs were going to die and fall off. So all of us were just like, I need to get the out of here. But do the Spartan race. (laughs) (laughs) But do it. Well, why are we talking about that anyway? So like you said, you know, everyone can relate to freshman 15, pandemic 15. And this like sense of camaraderie and reaching these fitness and these health goals, I think is one of the most effective ways that you can reach those goals, right? Right. So let me ask you, James, what was the point in your life where you realized where fitness and health was really important? Because I know during high school and maybe early college, I didn't really care about, you know, health and fitness. Yeah. I kind of just ate what I wanted, mm-hmm. exercised when I did or did the extracurricular activities and I was fine. Yeah. I mean, I think when I was in college, yeah, when I was in high school, I didn't really care about working out and stuff. College, like I kind of got into it. I'd be more active. Um, I biked a lot and hiked and, um, but it wasn't until after college where, you know, your body starts changing and it, your metabolism starts slowing down and you're like, oh, you know, I really need to work to, to keep up a healthy life and a healthy lifestyle. And it's, you know, in my twenties that I have gone through the ups and downs of my health and my body and realized that what happens to my body is up to me and I need to make sure to take care of it. And how about for you, Yoshi? For me, it was more in the beginning was body image was Mm -hmm. growing up my whole life. I just felt bigger than other girls or even was just pointed out that I was bigger than, you know, most. And it's just hard being a woman, I think, especially um, throughout college, you see like, on Instagram or whatever, social Snapchat or whatever, Facebook, whatever social Mm -hmm. media form, just instilling, oh, you got to look like a model. You have to look like this and that. So my intention for when it was important in the beginning was to look hot, basically, to be blunt, to Mm -hmm. get the boys, to take the beautiful selfies. But uh, as I got older, my why and my reason why fitness and health was so important was when I went to a doctor's appointment, annual checkups, you know, and then having an actual healthcare 
practitioner tell me, hey, you have to watch your weight. And mm-hmm. it wasn't out of, hey, because you're fat and you're ugly. It was because, hey, you need to live a longer life. And then they were putting out like my cholesterol levels and then also family history. And then just thinking of it more medically, especially being mm-hmm. a pharmacist, you know, I had to yeah. realize, hey, I have to check myself because if I'm going to take care of these patients, I have to take care of myself too, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely um, relate. And I know that everyone out there relates in some way or another. Um, I'm sort of in that boat where I was sort of the opposite of what the typical, you know, idea is of trying to get into shape where when I was in elementary school, middle school, high school, I was a skinny kid. And a lot of people, when you're older, they're like, why are you complaining? Like, you're so skinny. Like, how dare you like, be insecure. But let me tell you, like, it's a whole nother experience that no one can ever experience. And everyone has their own and I can't experience anyone else's experience for for them. But for me, it was this huge insecurity that I was the small guy, I was the weak one. And, you know, I always felt like I had to prove myself. And then even going into college and a little bit after college, I still had those insecurities and somewhat might still have them here and there that it decreases your confidence and makes you like, man, people are still treating me like a kid because, you know, I'm the skinnier type. Um, So it was, yeah, after college, trying to find a way to have that aesthetic look, you know? So I got an online personal trainer at one point. I got an in-personal personal trainer. And it was really, really, really great. Like, the best. Um, I highly recommend that if you're the type that can't motivate yourself and you can afford a personal trainer that really vibes with you, knows your goals, and values you as a person, not just like a regular old chain gym personal trainer. But these trainers for me valued me and helped me grow into not only a fit aesthetic type that I wanted to be but just a healthy you know person and now that's my goal too like with medical like it becomes a question of not looking good but being healthy being good taking care of your health because you only have this one body and you have to take care of it for the rest of your life what's your current perception on health and body image right now do you have a good relationship, I guess, with yourself at this time? Um, my perception, I believe, is, you know, like we said, believing in the importance of health. Health is wealth. And for the reasons of we want to live longer and we don't want to like limp around when we're only like 60 or 50. Mm-hmm. But on that note, you know, just like with anything, with any growing pains that we've talked about before, It's a constant battle or it's a constant journey of going up and down between like being in a good place with with fitness and being in a low place. And right now it's like I'm super busy with like working night shift 12 hours, um, going to school to be a nurse practitioner and sometimes dragging yourself to the gym like three times a week at least is feels impossible. But in reality, it's only one hour, right? That is true. I, I think about that too. Some days I when I wake up, I'm like, man, I can't I can't go to my workout or I can't go to can't do this and that because I don't have time. But I feel like our perception of our fitness routines needs to be more realistic to the actual individual. 
because I try to pretend that I can work out, you know, six times a week and do high intensity one hour trainings. But Mm -hmm. some days, you know, you just need that 10 minute walk during the day as your exercise Mm -hmm. or you need just one hour of yoga. It doesn't always have to fit, you know, the people on Instagram who are like lifting like 100 pounds every day or the people who are running thousands, thousands of miles. You know, it has Mm -hmm. to suit who you are as a person. And I feel like speaking of getting out in the morning, I think that's a lot, a big question that I get asked uh, because back in 2017, that's when I was posting a lot of like fitness stuff and uh, waking up like super, super early. And people ask, oh, how do you do it? How do you wake up? And I think right now I'm trying to revisit that why of like, why should I wake up in the morning? But um, this Mm -hmm. is to all my ladies out there that strong is the new sexy. You don't mm-hmm, have to like wake mm-hmm. up in the morning because, oh, I have to lose the five pounds today. So that's why I have to go to the gym. No, you want to get up in the morning or get up at, in the evening whenever you're going to the gym or working out, taking that walk is to become stronger, both like internally, you know, medically, as we we're talking about and just physically, because mm-hmm. I think there's nothing more empowering than a woman of any shape or size lifting weights or running that distance that you want to do. Yeah, Definitely. I mean, when you're able to change your perspective on what health means to you and make it something that's valuable to you, that helps you motivate you to wake up in the morning. Not not what society sets as a standard for you need to be skinnier, you need to look better, you need to be aesthetic, you need to eat leaves and do keto. I don't understand keto, but... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's talk about keto though. My perspective of keto is you don't eat, uh, I don't know, honestly, you, yeah, you don't eat carbs. All I see when people talk about it is that they eat avocados, cheese, and like high fats. And I know for, I know it's not a recommended diet. Yeah. To be honest, I I, I don't, unless, oh wait, no, go ahead. Well, I get it because, you know, we all have different body types like ectomorphs, endomorphs, mesomorphs, and some people tolerate fats better than carbs and whatnot. But then I see people that I really don't think would tolerate fats depending on their body type, and they go on this keto diet to only eat fats. And in in the real sense, like keto should be eating healthy fats like avocados and um, I'm blanking on good sources of fats, almonds, I believe, and yogurt. Yeah, like nuts, correct, yeah. Yeah, but then you see these people eating like globs of cheese and like <laughs> pork and like how is that healthy? How, how? I'm sorry to everyone out there that believes in keto. I just, as a medical Be- professional, I disagree. <laughs> right, because I've seen a lot of my uh, friends benefit from keto, like they lose a lot of weight, uh, they're you know, they are more muscular and physique, but I just wonder, mm-hmm. you know, when you take those lab values and they get their mm-hmm. cholesterol back, you know, is yeah. that, is, I mean, I think that's more important than yeah. how many, like, I don't know how you look physically. Yeah. I think the internal health is the even most important. Yes. But, um, yeah. So all these fad diets, have you tried any of the fad diets throughout um, your life? I wouldn't call it fats but yeah i mean i counted trending diets yeah Mm -hmm. i I don't think i feel like macros is always like a well some people might see as a trend but with my personal trainers i counted how many carbs fats and proteins i ate and geared it towards my body type and my workout routine and whether i was bulking or cutting um but as for like trends i i don't think so 
Have you? Listen, James, in high school, my mom <laughs> signed me up for Jenny Craig. I know. Like, you, <laughs> you see these things on TV and all these ads. So in high school, you think, oh, my gosh, why? I, I'm sorry. I'm. I looked at my pictures from when I was in high school mm-hmm. before Jenny Crick, and I wasn't even that fat, you know? I And yeah. I hate using – and people put a bad connotation on fat, but, you know, because they use fat as, like, an insult when you're little. But, you know mm-hmm. what? We'll say how it is, you know? Because mm-hmm. I'm claiming it. Because I wasn't mm-hmm. – I wasn't that big of a girl. So when I thought, wow, I was put on Jenny Craig, why did I – why did I even do that? But anyway, Jenny Craig was all, like ref- – frozen items that you had to pop into the microwave and you could only eat that type of food. I lost a lot of weight on it, but Mm. I gained it right back right when I got off of it because it didn't train me how to treat real world food in my own body. Mm -hmm. It just taught me, oh, eat this food and then lose weight for this time being. And then good luck when you're off of it. Same with Weight Watchers. I'm I was actually doing Weight Watchers a few months ago. Mm-hmm. I think this is not an ad, but Weight Watchers, it helps you track like the foods that you eat through the day. And then each type of food is a certain amount of points. So mm-hmm. you can still live your regular life, but you'll know that mm-hmm. the healthier foods are considered zero points. So it's like you can eat yeah. as much healthy foods throughout the day. So it kind of trains your mind to choose correctly choose yeah. you know the the I mean, apples that, over the french fries because you yeah, don't really lose as like many that. points yeah when you describe that it really sounds like counting macros like i did but like yeah in a way that's easily digestible mm-hmm. to the average person and um part of macros and it sounds like part of weight weight watchers is being able to eat healthy but also being able to cheat in your meal And not feel guilty because it still fits in your macros. It still fits in your diet plan because having like one burger in the whole week or having like some candy in the day or a a sugary drink in the day can still fit in your lifestyle. And you don't need to make your life uncomfortable just to be healthy, you know? Correct. Because I was trying to do other people's diets, you know, like meal prep. I and people always ate chicken, broccoli and rice for breakfast, lunch mm-hmm. and dinner. Oh and I really God. tried to be that girl, but I couldn't. So yeah. right now I really realized that your diet, your fitness routine really has to cater to who you are as a person mm-hmm. and you have to enjoy what you're doing, you have to enjoy what you're eating for it to be a substantial lifestyle for the rest of your life because I feel that if you want to look a certain way or feel a certain way you have to act like that person every single day so like what would a fit person or a happy version of Yoshi eat today to live a long life you know and that's Mm -hmm. what I try to use to approach what I choose to eat every day right now I like that because I mean you know what we do now to our bodies determines what happens to us in the future And that's why we need to take care of it. But at the same time, this is our life. This is our one life. And we don't want to make our lives such a struggle and such an unpleasant experience. Like we want to have the perfect balance of enjoying life, but still keeping in mind and being intentional about what we put in our bodies and how we treat it. And also not to forget that what we eat, what we physically do, not only helps our body, but also our mind. Because 
Oh, yeah. A lot of the time uh, when I'm stressed out, I love to binge eat. I love to eat bad things, but it only makes it worse. Or like I stop working out because I'm stressed out because I can't do it. But I've never regretted a day where I went to the gym. I've never regretted Mm -hmm. a day where I chose to eat healthy all day because it made me feel so good mentally. It made me think more clearly and made me feel happier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sure I'm not the only one out there who has driven to the gym and then you park in the parking lot and you sit in the parking lot (laughs) in your car for like 10 minutes, sometimes 20 minutes if you're scrolling through Instagram and you're just like, I don't want to do this right now. But then once you drag your butt into the gym and you start working out, you're like, oh my God, like why did I not do this? Like I feel so good right now. And like running on the treadmill or lifting weights, like you feel like you're gliding sometimes because it feels good. Endorphins and all of these like positive hormones and neurotransmitters get released every time you work out. And we need that in our lives to reduce our stress. So yeah, I I totally agree, Yoshi. Physical health, mental health, health is wealth. What are you doing now for your health right now? Because I know before we've all used like different apps or programs or... Mm -hmm. What are, what is what is your thing right now? What's what are you testing out <laughs> right now? To be honest, I'm keeping it simple because I feel like I don't really have time to use apps and really like create a program, which I need because I think having a program makes you accountable. And right now, my goal is just to get my butt to the gym three days a week. And we have a home gym, and I have 24 hour fitness, and so. It shouldn't be difficult to just bring my butt to the gym three days a week for at least an hour. And um, that's what I'm doing. And I generally just use my programming from everything I've learned in the past few years and from my trainers to guide my weightlifting program, you know. So pretty simple, nothing special. But um, what are you doing right now? For me, I've accepted that I failed a lot throughout my life trying to choose a fitness program because I think I get so bored so easily because I've gone through going to a regular gym. I've gone to Orange Theory, Pure Bar Fitness, um, Soul Cycle, done hot yoga. But I had to accept for myself that I need to fail differently because mm-hmm. sometimes I would, I guess, boomerang back to things that I tried before. I sign up for this, but then fail at it and then just try and force myself to go back to it. So now I'm trying to fail forward and mm-hmm. say, hey, this did not work for me. Maybe it works every now and then or it's a fun class. But my day-to-day routines, I need to find something that's more substantial. So right now I did I signed up for boxing classes that also have mm-hmm. like a CrossFit aspect to it too. So it kind of dabbles in everything to fit yeah. my boredom, I guess, with <laughs> um, working out. Because sometimes doing the same thing every single day gets it gets so boring and I just want to change it up. Right. And I guess I want to trick my body into like working out. Be like, hey, this isn't really, you know, strenuous. Yeah. You're having fun. <laughs> you know? So yeah, that's what I'm trying to fun. do. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I mean, there's no way that you could do the same thing for years and still enjoy it. Like yeah. you need it. You need that variability. You need that versatility in your life to do different things. And um right. Whether it's hiking, I love hiking, or walking your dog um, every single day, getting out there, feeling the sun, and just moving your body, this this body that we were given to to move, not to sit down in one place. 
Right. I do miss outdoor activities. You know, mm-hmm. when the gyms were closed and we all had to do outdoor activities, I need more of that. I think there's just something about going into nature and just taking walks too that really helps mentally and then also physically mm-hmm. as well. Highly yeah. recommend. Highly recommend. Going outside and feeling nature and the fresh air is one of the best ways to to move your body out there. So Yoshi, after all of this, um, the one question is what is your why why do you do this what is your motivation and what why do you do everything that you do for your health and for your fitness why i'm doing it for me and i'm doing it to gain the confidence for myself that i deserve because i think Mm -hmm. all my life i've hated my body and not liked myself when I truly deserve all the love that my body deserves, basically, because I just spend so t- much time like being mean to her and being like, oh, you don't look like this. You don't look like that. When right now I'm just like reclaiming like this is who I am and it's beautiful and I'm going to be confident and to continue that and to also just live a longer life because there's so many things I want to do in life, James. I want to like travel. I want to, you know. Mm-hmm get married, have kids, and then I want to see my grandkids <laughs> in the future. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how am I going to get there is by staying healthy and trying to live as long as I can. Because I know n- tomorrow's never promised, but at least today I can make the decision to try to make my more tomorrows for myself. Yes, definitely. Love that. I agree. How about you? My why is being healthy and that little fear that I have that there's a, a strong cardiac, you know, problem in my family. And I find myself heading in that direction when I'm eating a bunch of junk food all the time. And so my why is just being healthy and making it so that I'm, I can be confident that the life I'm going to live 10, 20, 30, 40 years from now is going to be a good one. And just because it feels good, to be honest, just because it feels good to be outside and be out there and be active and, you know, treat my body right. And like you said, it helps me not only physically, but mentally. And so that's my motivation right now. So in the same sense, um, for everyone out there, we want to ask you guys, what is your why? What is your motivation? What brings you to wake up in the morning? And get out there and do the best that you can for your health and for your life and for your fitness or whatever it is. And a friendly reminder that the scale does not define you. And I would love to hear how you define your success in your fitness journey. Is it you lifted 10 more pounds today or that you beat a PR or that you chose a salad over the French fries? And also... Just know that every body is different. But <laughs> <laughs> no way to like that. <laughs> no, but seriously, guys. <laughs> and that's okay. And wherever you are on your journey, it's okay. And if you fail a lot like I do in the past with my fitness goals, just know, just try and try again. Every body is different.